Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right, 
Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, good evening and welcome to the Social Lounge here on, on Southern Liberty. You, ladies and gentlemen, are the true resistance. You are the true resistance. I, I know the, the 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 previous four years. Actually, it's even continued on. Right when we're, we're talking the political sphere, here a second. Here you had all those blue wave people. Shouting up and down, resist, resist. And they didn't realize they were resisting their own interest. They were uh, 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 resisting things that they really could not control or understood to control. Right. So their resistance was compliance. Right. Their resistance was compliance all the way to the ballot box in 2020. Their resistance was compliance. Compliance to the old system. We resist the new system. We resist. Oh my God. Screaming in the street. Ah! At, the, at, at the top of their blood, uh, blood curdling lungs. Right? But they don't understand their resistance was compliance. And, and, and that's, that's kind of where we're at when we're looking, you know, when we're looking at this topic of resistance, right? What is healthy resistance? And what is resistance due to the fact that something different, something pure and genuine has come into an existence and they told you to resist? I don't think those people that shouted, resist, resist, oh my God, resist Donald Trump, resist Republicans, resist the fascists. Meanwhile, they're complying with the fascists that are telling them to resist, right? Right, right. Their, their, their reliance, right? Their reliance upon compliance from the establishment by having them use resistance as their motive talking point or their modus operandi, right? So that's all we heard, right? Now, those of us that are liberty defenders, liberty lovers, right? We understand resistance as civil disobedience, right? We, we, it's, it's, you know, we give the finger to the man. We don't have to be violent when we do it. They see us. They see us now more than ever because of social medias. The, and, and computers and all that stuff. They see us giving them the middle finger now more than ever. And now that it has come to light, those people that hollered resist are now seeing the full, the full fledged, full fledged brunt of what true America looks like when we when we go into civil disobedience. Right. It's, it's not 
the Antifas and, 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 and the BLMs that are being civil disobedient, they're just being outright domestic terrorists. Let's call it call a spade a spade a second, right? But you have the Liberty Defenders that stand up in the street and stand up to these Antifas, these BLMs and all these other groups that are literally anti-American. Those are the ones we are resisting with our civil disobedience. We show up in their spaces to give them cognitive dissonance because they don't believe that the the, the Liberty Defenders in this country are that far and wide because they can mass organize a bunch of people that do not have day jobs. They can organize a mass amount of people that are probably already criminals. Hmm? They can amass a bunch of people that don't care about their burger flipping job. I'm doing something great for America. I got to resist the fascist regime. You are participating in the fascism when you go to destroy stuff. So what are you resisting? And it's the same question. I The same question they throw at my conservative friends. Like, what are you conserving? Hmm. What are you resisting? Are you resisting actual freedom? Are you literally, this is a genuine question to these people, right? Are you genuinely resisting freedom? Yes, actually, you know what? I answered my own question for you because I know I won't get a straight answer. You You are resisting freedom because you want to co-op everything. You want the people to control the means of production, right? Your communism, air quotes, big ass air quotes I have floating above my head right now. Y'all want to control the means of production while someone else forks out the money to make sure you stay in operation. I, I you, you know, um, that's still capitalism. It's capitalism in a very screwed up way. You're swindling some 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 big wig with a lot of money to invest into your company. And that individual assumes all the risk. Why you take the fruits of the labor? What kind of what kind of crap is that? Pe- the people create businesses, right? And a business itself, I don't care, a small business or a corporation, they those people assume a lot of risk. But y'all want to resist and not be thankful that someone gave you a job, gave you skills. To do a job so you can potentially go out and do the job yourself on your own in your own small business. You're scared of that. You, you resist all that freedom. Right. And, 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 and I, I guess I look at it differently than most people, Ms. Val, because if I work at a at a job, right. I'm learning something now as we get older and you start shifting into certain, you know, certain uh, 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 work sectors. Right. Now you're starting to pick up skills of the trade, right? Let's take for example one of the, the biggest, um, one of the, the biggest um, employers in this country, right? Are, are companies that do BPOs or or call centers, right? Call centers, right? <clears throat> the valuable experience you get in call centers from understanding how to speak to people, how to de-escalate people, how to run the operations of the call center. Those are valuable skills you can turn on, go out on your own, and create your own call center with. 
Get your own grants to start your own call center. But people don't, people don't think on that level, Ms. Val. I don't think they do. I, I, again, I guess I'm just different, Ms. Val, when it comes to that. Because yeah. I'm thinking yeah. I'm walking into something, gaining skills, so I can take it on my own and go do something with it. But the resistance piece, yeah. right? Again, right? The resistance, I, I got off on a tangent there, but I wanted to make a point, right? What are these people resisting? They are resisting liberty and freedom because they have, they, they have learned to be controlled all of their life. They're, 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 they're taught, regardless of all else, that the, the government and people you elect um, have your best interest in mind. I'll be damned if another man or woman has my best interest in mind because they not living here. They not putting fuel in my car. They ain't putting food on my table. Huh? I tell you what I need to put on my table and you produce that, but it's not the other way around. So my question is, Ms. Val, resistance. What is it really? Hmm. Well, Let's see, when I was a kid, um, my father went to the gym and worked out and he did resistance training, right? And he'd come home and say to me, you build your muscle by resistance training, right? So, so we take that a step forward and say, well, you know, when we go into a job or we learn new skills, we're doing mental weight training. And so it really is mental and physical resistance. It's good. Because if you go into a job and you hate it, you're going to learn something. You're going to learn both what not to do and take it in another direction to learn what you want to do. And that's just, that's just basic um, training right there. I, I have a feeling that most of the crazy lunatics in 2020 that said, Resist. It was the first time I ever actually saw people all over the um, online media saying resist. And I said, what are they talking about? We just elected a new president. He's going to be great for the economy. He's going to do good things. He cares about this country. And resist what? And then I went into that communist yoga studio, and I've shared this with you guys. I mean, these were women that ended up, and it was mostly women. There were a few guys in and out, but it was mostly women. And they were like crazy, liberal, propaganda eating machines. I mean, they just got so conditioned to hate Trump, to hate Republicans, to hate uh, what is conservative thought, even to hate this country. So you see, the resistance was coming from sheer ignorance, the inability to think for themselves. So they were trained already to just resist. That, that, that word worked for them. That world worked for them, and they all stuck together, and they all agreed with each other and reinforced this resistance to what could have been, like you said, a, a job. You, you know, appreciate that you are earning money, you are living in capitalism, 
Every time somebody owns a company or a business, they're giving other people jobs. Now, if you don't want to work, if you want to be lazy and a bum and addicted to drugs and do nothing with your life, that's a whole other story. And you, and you have to figure out who you want to be and where your resistance is coming from because that's, that's a mental problem as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, we also, and, and this is the other side of resistance. I think in the Christian philosophy that we've all grown up in, we were also taught um, you, what you resist comes to you. So we were kind of sort of taught not to resist. You see, this is, this is where I think the mix-up comes in. Because in, in our Judeo-Christian Bible, and much of our upbringing, almost all of us, we were taught to be nice, to not fight too hard, do it, do it in, a, in an easy, nice way, because what you resist comes to you, meaning if you fight too hard against something, you will get what you don't want in the first place. And therein lies exactly right. the problem. Is something we all have to deal with. All of us who are now resisting for good reason, getting louder, speaking our minds, saying what we have to say, now the resistance is truly justified. And it's a whole different song and dance. And, you know, today, just today, and that's why I never planned the show before today, because so much, so much hits the fan in one day. And today I heard a story about a married couple who were getting divorced anyway. They were not happy with each other for whatever their reasons were. But they had a child. And the custody battle came up. And in that custody battle, the child had been taken by a guidance counselor or a teacher and decided to change their sex. And we're talking about a seven or eight-year-old. And this father went absolutely crazy because he never knew about it. He never agreed to it. Nobody ever told him. But the mother was in total agreement that this, that this needed to be done that this was fine. And Bruce turned around and said, well, that father shouldn't have to pay a dime for that child because that's not the child that was born to him. The mother, the school system, took that child and changed its sex. It's no longer even the right name that was born to him. And it's like, what... What part of what's happening on a daily basis right now should we, we resist harder? The whole damn thing. Right? Right? I mean, we have to resist the insanity to start with because it's, it's just, it's so sick. It's, it's like, 
if you if you're talking to uh, let's just say a Biden voter or or a, a radical uh, communist, I, and I have to call them communists at this point because if you if you think that what's going on now or you don't see what's going on now, then you are a registered fascist communist. I don't know where to put you. I don't even know what to call you anymore. But if you try to explain to a person that watches CNN, and I hope they get their asses sued off by Donald Trump, if you listen to that, then where do I begin talking to you? I can't. I, th th there, there is no way anymore at this time to explain your resistance and their resistance. It's gone. It's neutralized. There's no effect. There's no effect to be had. The only positive thing for us, well, we obviously have to remain very disciplined in our resistance, disciplined in ourselves, because this is psychologically, sociologically, culturally very, very difficult, and it's not going to get easier not going to get easier. And You're I think exactly we're going right. to be in this resistance mode for a long time. Yeah. Sadly enough, I, I, I think I literally agree with you in that regard. Yeah. Because the, um, the, the thing is, is that you, you, you have this wave of what do you, what 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 do I want to call it? You have this wave of okay, they're robots. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hmm. It's what they are. They're robots. Right? That have gone through life, participation trophies, timeouts, I'll get my way one way or another. They cre they create laws, right, to permit children getting the way that they want, right? All at the same time, those same people, right, are mutilating our children. Yeah. They're allowing them to be trafficked. Even to the point they want to stop them from coming out the womb. Yeah. 
at full term. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is the this is the the times we're living in. This is the culture that has permeated. Right. This culture that has been deep seated in our country since the it, it, it started in the eighties, nineties. Right. We didn't see it because it was just an undercurrent. Right. It was just an undercurrent. Right. We went on and kept doing what we did. Right. And, and, a, and a lot of Gen Xers will, will uh, disagree with me when I say that. I say, but it had to start somewhere and it just wasn't plopped down just out of nowhere. See, they knew in order to uh, get this, uh, this agenda that we see today here in 2022, they had to start on the tail end of us. And do it underhandedly as we were leaving the school system. Because they knew we wouldn't put up with that BS. They knew. You want to talk about resistance, Gen X. We were the resistors. Right? We was that. You could not get nothing by us. Nothing. People tried. No, you ain't. Right. Our parents were the same way. Right. I mean, if we go back and think about like when we all went to school. Right. And, you know, I went obviously, uh, you know, obviously I went to um, started school in 80. Right. And in, in, in kindergarten or first grade, actually. Right. Uh-huh. In, in 80. From 80 to 93. Right. Look how disciplined our schools were. Yeah. Right. Look, because one, our parents were not going to let no ish happen. We learned that from our parents and then in school with other kids with like minds, we we all were in agreement. Right. We were all in agreement. We all had the same type of parents. Right. The same type of parental mentalities. The children had the same mentalities. You couldn't get nothing by us. Because what was the first thing we did as a as a child? Oh, uh, go, well, teacher so and so said this. Oh, for real? Yeah, Mister Rogers. Um, I'm I'm gonna be about two hours late to work. Um, I gotta go handle something in the morning. All right. Your parents pulled up to that school right when the bell rang at school, bringing you into the principal's office. Like, yo, what's good? Oh yeah. Right? What's good? Oh, yeah. Like, we're not going through a whole day. We're not doing email back and forth. No, no. Parents were showing up at the John right there. Like, whoop, whoop. What, what, you doing, you doing what? Oh, no, you ain't. Mm-mm-mm, not with my child, you ain't. And then next thing you know, when all the other parents came through, they're like, okay, wait a minute. It wasn't no showing up to no school board meeting, right? And, and, and doing all that. Parents showed up at the principal's office unannounced. There wasn't no appointments. You showed up. They, oh, snap. Parents showing up. Wait a minute. Uh, and you get five or six parents show up. That's it. Game over. See, they, mm-hmm. they, those people couldn't get these things by us that they, that has came to fruition today unless they waited until we were in late high school, 11th, 12th grade to slide these things in the undercurrent. Right. So when we left and went to college, right, it was budding. Now, let's think about this. Right. Now, the kids that were born in the mid 80s, late 80s. Those are the ones that we're dealing with today. 
Those are the ones we're dealing with today, right? Because again, right, they came in when that undercurrent was settling in. And now those people, right, went to college, right? Let's think of this thing in this timeline, right? 80, yeah. 85 plus 20 years is what? 2000, what? Um, what? 85, right. 2005, right? Look yeah. at all the teachers in our schools. All those teachers in our yeah. schools are under 30, right? See, see what happened, right? That yep. undercurrent came from, and now these guys are sitting in school. Yeah, I'm going to fly my LGBTQIA plus elemental P flag in my class because I'm proud to be non-binary. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And, right. And we see this now. We're like, wow, when did they put that in? Well, if we go back and we, we look at like our high school yearbooks and we think about the teachers we had um, classes with and some of the things we were hearing, right? We didn't pay any money because I know that's bullshit, but they had started sliding in. And I, I, I've had that reflection. I'm like, dang, that's what they did. Oh, snap. Right? And the yeah, light bulb you know, just came on. Go ahead. Could we have even seen this? I mean, really? This undercurrent was so dark and evil. I don't mm-hmm. think we could have even imagined it. No. To resist it. I, that's that's mm-hmm. the problem. Right, they slid it in because yeah. they knew we weren't we we were going to catch them. We knew that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just so it got dark really quickly. Uh huh. Like storm, right? Mm-hmm. Like a big storm. Yep. And you know, obviously, we're in the storm now, and everybody's talking about you know the scare of it. And I think. One of the things I was thinking about in thinking about resistance is maybe we should just not believe what the scare event should be, could be, what they're going to say it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? That's right. I mean, maybe that's part of our muscle training here for us, for those of us who have faith and hope that goes beyond these idiots that are running our government right now. And they are idiots. If, if we believe that these 20 or 30 people that are the elites, well, maybe not 30, maybe it's 3,000. I don't know how many there are between the bloodlines and the cabal and the elitists all over the world and all the... Mm-hmm. Island, you know, however, however many there are, they believe that they can control the world and they can control us. And now this is our job to resist. And it's mm-hmm. big and it's huge and it's dark and it's evil. And we see it and it's scary. But, you know, we have to resist that fear because I personally think feel, I know we're not supposed to feel, but I, I feel that it's our job, just because I don't know another word to replace that with, mm-hmm. um, I, I think we need to raise ourselves above all this fear that's going to be coming our way in the next couple of months, and it's going to be big, it's going to be massive, and part of not feeling the, fa- the fear is being prepared for it. Knowing that it's coming, that's part of the resistance. I mean, we're, I think we're already at war. 
think we're, we're, we're in it. There's no, like, where we go one, we go all. We're in the same storm. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's real. We're in it right now. We're, we're experiencing the myth of this storm. Yes. Yes. Who's gonna, who's gonna, right. Who's going to take it down? Who's going to start the, the, booming this thing open like a volcano? I don't the, know exactly. The, there's, I know exactly. I know exactly who. It's going to be us. It's going to be us, the Gen Xers, yeah. that have to do it right. Because, yeah. right, again, we see what's happening, right? And here's the thing. This is why they ignore us. They ignore us, right? Because we know, right? We know the game, right? We, we, we seen the game unfold and you were talking about the dark undercurrent, right? We were talking about the dark undercurrent, right? And how they slid it in on us, right? Remember the, the, ver- the first nas- nationwide blasted school shooting, Columbine? Now, we won't yeah. talk about, we won't talk about Jonesboro, Arkansas eight years prior. We won't talk about Jonesboro, Arkansas, right? With the 13 year old kid. We won't talk about that. But we'll focus on Columbine, right? We'll look at Columbine, right? We all knew, right? Because most of it, because I was what, 99? Your Columbine was 99. So I was, I can't count that high, 24. I was 24 when Columbine happened. Okay? Okay. And most of us that graduated in the late 90s, especially in the, in the early 90s, we all looked at this like, what? Wait, someone went to school and shot shit up? Wait a minute. Wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. yeah, doesn't make sense. Zero. We're right. like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait, when did that when did when did that happen? And we're like, something's not right. Something ain't mm-hmm. right. Right? And then Sandy Hook happened. Right? Sandy Hook happened yep. after what year was Sandy Hook? Two thousand well, Sandy Hook, two thousand three? Well, wait a minute, nine eleven happened. Yeah, nine eleven happened. Wait a minute. What how did and we all really believed that one. Yep. Yep. I mean, really, we have been taken for a long ride here. And we're about to get off the train. I yeah. Mean, this is this is exactly the thing now. We and and you know, we should be very grateful that it's no longer an undercurrent. That they're not sneaking this under the rug away from us before it's too late. We're, we're, we're getting, and I will say thanks to Donald Trump for this. I really, really mean this. He, at least, exposed everything. And he's about to expose more. I mean, this guy's not done. Mm-hmm. He is not finished. He may end up getting indicted. He may end up... Getting a gag order to shut up and no more rallies, whatever happens. This man exposed the evil like nobody else I've ever seen. I mean, JFK tried, Ronald Reagan tried, there were people along the way that tried, they all got taken out. And now, you know, things are are coming back up like dead bodies in the water. Mm -hmm. Things are starting to float back up to the surface. Mm-hmm. Of, gee, who killed this guy with a laptop? Who got that person shot down before they were just ready to talk and they disappeared and this journalist got shot and this, come on, this has been going on and now we see it. And it's still going to go on, but 
Now we know exactly what to resist. Now we know what we're looking at. We know the evil. We see it for real. We're not being fooled anymore. Mm -hmm. We're not fooled. Right. right. And the thing is, we were never fooled. It's convincing the others they have been fooled. Right. This is why they slap the labels like conspiracy theory on us or 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 q tards or or mm-hmm. any of those things and it's like you know i and, and i try to explain i know we get we got to go to break here in like 45 seconds but i tried to explain someone on a tiktok live the other day right i was you know and he was like you're just a conspiracy theorist da, 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 da. it's like dude i said you have to understand right i came out of an era of time i grew up in an era of time that this shit was not normal this is what you have to understand. You grew up in an era. This was normal. I seen a time period just before you were born that this shit is not normal. There is something that triggers these behaviors. What was it? And I had to break it down to him. I said, there's a lot of things that happen, right? I said, we have to think about mental health. Zoloft, right? They try to classify ADHD as some, you know, or as I say, someone that's hyper is ADHD. When we know those are not one, those are not synonymous, Right. So we got to give them the Zoloft. We got to give them the Ritalin. We got to give them lithium. Da, 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 da. And as soon as we started giving children, right, just like the kids in Columbine. Right. They were on antidepressants. Yep. Right. I mean, come on now. Right. Every school shooter we have had has been on some sort of psychotropic medicine. Hello. Bell ring, my guy. Bell ring. Right? I said, this is obvious and in front of your face and makes sense. Ding dong. Or or is it or what's a new sound? Bing bong. Right? It, it's right in your face. I said, how's that conspiracy? Right? Because we didn't have psychotropic drugs just completely willy-nilly open to the public when I was growing up. It wasn't even a thing. It wasn't an open thing that yeah, I take Zoloft or I take Ritalin. It wasn't a, it wasn't a thing. And all of a sudden, this stuff is introduced in the in the early '90s, mid '90s, and we start getting school school shootings. And we start getting people shooting up people in supermarkets. You never heard of stuff like that in the '80s and the '90s. Never, never. never. And all of a sudden, this happens. Never. And, and 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 I asked the dude. I was like, again, I'm a conspiracy theorist, or am I actually pointing out some reality to you? What changed? And the dude couldn't say a single word about it so i was like you can't say anything because i'm dead right i am dead right when you alter the chemicals in people's brains it turns them into a different person right and that's even evident now they give certain medicines to people that have ptsd right and you can tell the difference when they're not on those medicines and when and when they're on their meds you can tell the difference in their attitude the way they move the way they speak you're altering the brain chemicals. And then some people as antidepressants take them further into depression or have known t- one of the side effects is to have psychotic thoughts from antidepressants. Absolutely. And it take and it takes a psychotic individual to walk into any venue of people to shoot people. It takes a very psychotic and sociopathic person to do that. And no one can tell me any different. And I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or any of those things. But reality and what we're living in and what we've seen, that conclusion makes sense. And I bet you I could probably find some APA articles that will back up exactly 
what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Lots of them. We got to run the break. We got to do the things. Okay. Let everybody get up, stretch the legs, get their CWC, cheese, wine, and crackers. When we come back, some more resistance. And, 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 and I'm going to play the what I call now the resistor in chief when we come back. Y'all going to love this clip. We'll be back here in six here on Southern Liberty. And this is the Fox Business Report. The major averages rallying for a second day and attempting to rebound from several weeks of brutal losses. With the Dow rising 825 points, the Nasdaq up 361, S&P 500 up 113. The new data from the Labor Department showed that U.S. job openings fell by 10% in August and layoffs rose slightly, which is bad news for workers. But a slowdown could actually help reduce inflation and ease pressure on the Fed to keep hiking rates. And shares of Twitter skyrocketed 22% following news that Elon Musk reversed course and has offered to close his $44 billion deal to buy the social media company. And shares of Micron Technology popping over 4%. One of the world's largest microchip manufacturers announced it will be opening a semiconductor plant in upstate New York, promising a long-term investment of up to $100 billion. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. 2000, 2008, 2022. When it comes to the economy, those are some scary years. Dot-com crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. It's a dangerous time to not know your numbers. But over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of financials, inventory, HR, planning, and budgeting. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, improve margins. Everything you need, all in one place. So, how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer, NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes, and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say they improved their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for? NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash quick. NetSuite.com slash quick. News alert number 62. I'm Lisa LaSera. New York Yankees outfielder Aaron Judge sets a home run record. Judge led off the second game of a doubleheader against the Rangers Tuesday with his 62nd home run of the year. That breaks a tie with fellow Yankee Roger Maris for the most home runs in a season in the 122-year history of the American League. It's also the record for homers for any player not linked to performance-enhancing drugs. The official MLB record for homers in a season is 73, set by Barry Bonds in 2001. Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa are now the only players in history with more home runs in a season than Aaron Judge. I'm Eric Messersmith, Fox News. A week after Hurricane Ian devastated southwest Florida, President Biden is said to visit the state tomorrow. Governor Ron DeSantis. I think he's going to maybe tour the air. I don't know if I'm going to do that, but I know I'm going to have a briefing with him, um, and, and we are going to meet. DeSantis has been a harsh critic of the president, but said last week he will put politics aside during the crisis. FEMA has been working with state officials to get aid where it's needed most. Today, the president and vice president talked reproductive rights. The president's task force on reproductive health care met again to talk about its path toward national protection of abortion rights. 
President Biden said many states can. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Continue to roll back a woman's bodily autonomy. It's really scary for it that in some states they're already succeeding. Vice President Harris said some doctors who provide the service are being portrayed as criminals to be thrown in jail. In some situations, up to five to six years in prison would be the penalty. The administration seeks a national law to protect abortion and asks voters to elect those that can do it during the midterm election. Fox's Colonel Scott. Elon Musk has offered to move forward with the $44 billion purchase of Twitter. Musk made the offer in a letter that the company disclosed in a filing with the SEC. America is listening to Fox News. With gas prices at an all-time high, you're probably looking for ways to cut costs, like no more road trips, restaurants, movies, basically no more fun. There's a better solution. With Rocket Money, you can track your spending, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and lower your bills. Users save an average of $720 a year. Get your finances headed in the right direction so you don't have to put the brakes on everything you love. To learn more, go to rocketmoney.com fox. That's rocketmoney.com fox. Or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. A parody news outlet could be taking a case to the Supreme Court. An Ohio man arrested over a Facebook parody page is partnering with The Onion, which filed a brief with the Supreme Court. Anthony Novak of Parma, Ohio, spent four days in jail after creating a Facebook page that mocked his local police department. He was found not guilty, but claims his rights were violated and is trying to sue the city of Parma for damages. His lawyer says they contacted The Onion in Chicago to see if the paper was willing to raise awareness. The brief in some parts reads like an article from the paper, making arguments for parody while showing moments of humor, claiming it, quote, owns and operates the majority of the world's transoceanic shipping lanes. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz. Fox News. The asteroid that got smacked by a NASA spacecraft is now being trailed by thousands of miles of debris. Astronomers captured the scene millions of miles away using a telescope in Chile. The observation days after the planetary defense test last month was released by the National Science Foundation Lab in Arizona. Couples getting married in a post-COVID-19 economy have come up with a way to deal with the sky-high costs of their new life together. Wedding experts at Zola.com, a wedding planning and registry site, say they've seen a major uptick in couples asking for cash for their wedding, specifically funds to help them put a down payment on a home. The national median home price jumped 7.7% in August from a year earlier, sitting at $389,500 after surging annually by around 20% early this year. Before the pandemic, the median home price was rising at about 5% a year. Zola notes about 75% of couples who set up a registry on its site set up a cash fund. Other couples have reportedly been asking for travel-related gifts or charity donations. Fox's Gianna Jolosi, I'm Lisa Lacera. This is Fox News. Netflix, Amazon Prime, HBO, Showtime. How many streaming services are you paying for? Better question, how many do you actually watch? Odds are you're paying for subscriptions you're not using. Why? 
because getting out of a subscription often feels like more trouble than it's worth. Not anymore. Just download the Rocket Money app. Rocket Money is the number one subscription tracker, manager, and canceller all in one. Connect your accounts and instantly you'll see a complete picture of all your recurring subscriptions in one easy-to-use interface. Rocket Money organizes your subscriptions by due date and notifies you when something is coming up. Now, instead of waiting on hold for a better part of an hour while you connect to a customer service representative, cancel that subscription immediately with a tap right from the app, and Rocket Money will handle the rest. To find out more about all the awesome personal finance features packed into the Rocket Money app, go to rocketmoney.com fox. That's rocketmoney.com fox. Or download the Rocket Money app from the Apple app or Google Play stores. Rocket Money, the money app that works for you. Yep, welcome back to the Liberty. Appreciate y'all hanging out for the first half of the lovely stuff we're talking about resistance I still want y'all to continue your, your prayers for the folks in uh, southwest Florida um, still recovering um, from Hurricane Ian I also want you guys to put in another another request to your creator or whomever you talk to on a daily basis, there's apparently another uh, tropical depression that's hanging out in the Caribbean now that might take the same track as Ian. It's pretty scary. That is pretty scary. So, you know, do what you do. Prayer warriors, all of you, do what you do. And hopefully we, this, this thing doesn't turn into a hurricane or anything. It just dissipates. We can only hope. Um, those of you listening in South Florida, I appreciate y'all. Love y'all always. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll be out there again, uh, this weekend, um, to, to help you guys out. So be on the lookout for us, etc. Um, all my folks in the beehive, I appreciate y'all 100%. Um, for listening in, et cetera. Um, so we're talking about resistance. The true resistance is civil disobedience by default. And <laughs> the, the, the one guy, right. And, and we, we were talking about at the end, how they, um, you know, how, how they tell, tell us, uh, people that are true resistors to the current, the system at hand at large. And we have been, you know, against the system, right? Rage against the machine, right? <clears throat> we, we are that rage against the machine, the system, right? And we've had a guy that has emerged, um, and it's been very vocal about it. And he does, this guy doesn't mince his words. <laughs> this guy doesn't mince his words and you'll know who it is as soon as I play the audio clip. But you, you, you want to talk about slapping the resistance right in your face and punching it right in your throat. Y'all, y'all, y'all take, y'all take a listen at this one. Oh, this is, this is, this is a beauty. This is a beauty. Oh, this is so beautiful. Anybody? Yes. Yes. Uh, 
Representative Jeffries, he said, and I'm quoting him, he said, you and Governor Abbott need to stop acting like, or start acting like governors and stop acting like human traffickers. First, what is your response to that? And second, is there a second migrant flight going from Texas to uh, Delaware? So when Biden is flying these people all over the fruited plain in the middle of the night, I didn't hear a peep out of those people, okay? I didn't hear a peep. I haven't heard a peep about all the people that have been told by Biden you can just come in and they're going, they're being abused by the cartels, they're drowning in the Rio Grande. You had 50 that died in some shed in Texas. I heard no outrage about any of that. Uh, I haven't heard outrage about all the fentanyl that's come across the border that's killing Americans in record numbers. I don't hear... I don't hear outrage about the criminal aliens that have gotten through and have then victimized people, not only in Florida, but all throughout the country. I didn't hear any outrage about that. The only thing I hear them getting upset about is you have 50 that end up in Martha's Vineyard. Then they get really upset. And I'm sorry. Those migrants were being treated horribly by Biden. They were hungry, homeless. They had no, no opportunity at all. The state of Florida, it was volunteer, offered transport to sanctuary jurisdictions because it's our view that, one, the border should be secured. And we want to have Biden reinstitute policies like remain in Mexico and making sure that people aren't overwhelming. But short of that... If you believe in open borders, then it's the sanctuary jurisdictions that should have to bear the brunt of the open borders. So that's what we're doing. But what happened was they were they were provided um, an ability to be in the, the most posh sanctuary jurisdiction maybe in the world. And obviously it's sad that Martha's Vineyard people deported them the next day. They could have absorbed this. They chose not to. But what it shows is if 50 was a burden on one of the richest places in our country, what about all these other communities that have been overrun with hundreds or thousands? It shows you when now these policies are on the front burner People need to be talking about Biden can't defend his policies of open borders. Uh, it's doing huge damage uh, to our country. It's costing a lot of money. It's costing lives with the drugs that are pouring across. And so the question is, is why are you supporting Biden's policies? Why don't you step up and tell him you're failing and let's do it differently? Because you know what? He inherited a border that wasn't like this. He has created the crisis. But now at least we know nobody can deny that there's a crisis. Everybody now knows. And it was only because you had to have the elite who want to have the cost on everybody else and they don't want to have to shoulder that. That's the only reason now people are talking about this. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> that is our resistor in chief. That's right. There is no lie detected in any of what he just said. Zero of what he said. Zero. There is no lie detected. Nope. But again, right, he, he pointed out something very key, right, Ms. Val? We sent yeah. 50 people, only 50, yeah, 
And they were like, next day, we gotta call the military. We gotta call the national guard. We gotta get him out of here. We gotta get him out of here because they're not bougie enough to be here. We gotta get him out of here. Huh? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, Rod. It's uh, I, I, I am laughing out loud inside because I had a house there for thirteen years, mm-hmm. and I know the, I know the people, I know the mentality, I know the hypocrites. I've seen it. I've been in it. I want no part of it anymore. I'm one of the few people I know that just turned their back on all this bullshit. And, you know, Ron DeSantis, I, I've heard him in press conferences telling the press to just shut up. I mean, he's like not taking no mess. Right. He doesn't want to hear it from them anymore. He's, you know, it also makes me laugh that the, the media puts out that Oh, Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump are fighting. They don't really like each other. You know, what the hell? Why don't you just tell me that, uh, make up some other story. I mean, doesn't, don't people realize yet that it's all a big lie? The day you understand that you need to clear the slate, wipe the blackboard off, all the numbers, take them all off, and start over. And that's your own mind, your own head, and everything you've been programmed. Wipe it all out. Do a redo. Do a redo because part of the resistance, and I'm just going to step forward and say that Steve Bannon has certainly taken his share of it too. And, and so is Donald Trump. And, and, you know, DeSantis is still standing, thank God, but don't forget, we have an election coming up, and these thieves that know how to steal, anything could happen. And, I, and I'm, not, I'm not fooling myself anymore, feeling like anything is safe. Right. Nothing is. Right. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that happens with all this resistance is there's this chaos. The chaos keeps getting bigger and bigger like the storm, the chaos. But what, what comes out of chaos is that things get sorted out. Eventually, the volcano will, com- will stop erupting and things will get sorted out. And if it's convention of states, I'd be very happy. Because I think that what Ron DeSantis was just saying, really, was that we should have the sanctuary cities and states go their way. And we'll go ours. It seems to be very logical. But that'll never happen because they they need they need Texas, right? I mean I mean they, they I mean they they would have um, uh, 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 New Mexico and California to 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 traffic through, right? Because I mean let's call it let's call it I mean let's call the spade the spade, right? Let's keep it one thousand, right? This is literally. Legalized human trafficking yeah. under under the auspice of you're going to come to a better opportunity. Yet we're talking about relegating. Right. Uh, a, a demographic of people to agriculture. Right. And I've said this before and I've said it a million times on this show and I'll say it again. Right. We fought a war 
over people in this country that were working in agriculture by force. We fought a war over that. Right. Right. And and the the literal bigotry, right, the the, the bigotry that we resist, uh, that these people put out daily. Like, you can't make this stuff up when Jill Biden talks about, compares uh, Latinos to tacos, to breakfast tacos, (laughs) right? Right. And and, and we we, we have people um, saying that communities of color should get FEMA funding first because of Hurricane Ian. Right. When when you have, you you know what I mean? You, You have people silent on calling one of the most esteemed Supreme Court justices to ever sit down in that chamber, a literal everything but a child of God. Right. This is what we resist against. These literal and these are basic things, right? These are basic things. These 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 racial ethnic, I'm going to say ethnophobic tropes that these people put out there. Right. What did Pelosi just say? Ship them off to Florida. We need to pick the vegetables. Yes. Yes. You you lying bitch. Excuse my French, but yeah. <laughs> come on, come on. Put now. it in our faces, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you gonna sit here and the people are like, well, you know, I mean, you know, we, you know, and you know, the people will sit there, well, you know, we need the Americans won't pick the crop. Someone has to. Well, you know what? Americans mm-hmm. will pick the will pick the crops if the yeah, farmers were yeah. right. But here's yeah. the thing: Americans will still pick the crops if the farmers were not subsidized yeah. by the government, so they can pay lower wages. Hello. Right. We know these farmers are being and just say and going that to, that to that Pelosi thing. Right. Oh, 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 a little bit of uh, of of, of um, slight investigative journalism I've done. Right. You, you know, Nancy Pelosi came up with that statement because a couple of journalists came to Florida to talk to the farmers, right, to the growers. Right. So I talked to I actually called up the Florida Farm Bureau. I called them up. Mm-hmm. And I talked to them. I talked to the chairman of the Florida Farm Bureau, right? This was earlier today. And I was asking him, I said, you know that statement Nancy Pelosi said, whatever, 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 right? He was like, and the guy, he was kind of hostile. He was like, is this going to be political? I said, it's not political, but I want to clarify something here, right? You know, and I told him, I said, you know, you heard what Nancy Pelosi said. I said, are the growers in the Florida Farm Bureau, do they feel the way as these 10 to 15 farmers these journalists talk to. Now, I'll say, mind you, right, there's more than 15 uh, growers and farmers in Florida. I mean, hello. I mean, you go to Orlando, you can come across 100 or so with the orange groves. But they only talk to 10 to 15, right? You know what I'm saying? They grow soybeans down here in, in Palm Beach County, right? They got corn down here in Palm Beach County. You go out to Hendry County, that's all country and farm country out there in Hendry County. Get whatever you want out there in Hendry, right? And the guy straight up said, you know what? He's like, that was a very messed up statement, she said, because I don't know any of the growers that's that's part of the Farm Bureau that would even advocate for that, period. Because, and he explained, right? He's like, it's a lot of work to get migrant workers, you know, workers visas. It's a lot of work. And it's just not bringing them to the border and dropping them off. And then, oh, they get paperwork. He's like, no, this is an easy six-month process. Easy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And he, he, he's like, that statement of hers did not make any sense. He was like, granted, yes, we'll take the migrant workers, right? But there is a process we have to go through. It says that drop them here and drop them in and have them go pick crops. It's not that easy. And he's like, he straight up said she was very disingenuous. When she said this, I, said, I know she was. I said, that's all. She doesn't have a clue. She doesn't mm. have a freaking clue what she's talking about. She's drunk half the time. Her, her teeth are rattling in her face. She doesn't even know. I mean, we're, we're listening right now to some of the sickest people that have ever relegated themselves to running this country. And, and I, I can say that with clarity because, you know, listen, Obama, my opinion, was not the best president on the planet either. But he spoke well, and he was intelligent. I mean, this is really bad. We've got a bunch of Lulus running the country. Kamala Harris goes to Korea with binoculars and stands there with a couple of army guys and doesn't know what she's talking about. She doesn't even know for sure where she is. I mean, this is a joke. I, you know... I heard somebody say, I don't know, this, this could also be propaganda, but I tend to listen to things that are pretty logical and, you know, my regular shows. <clears throat> and somebody said that there actually might be some sort of a plan where at the last minute Trump could actually step in. Now, I'm not saying as president, but as, as someone that would actually go to some of these countries to create peace and calm the whole thing down at the last minute. Trump has already offered. He's offered, but they may detain him so that he can't go. You see, this is what they're trying Mm -hmm. to do now. They want to shut him up. They want to shut him down, put him in his house and not let him leave. You know, house arrest, whatever Mm -hmm. they do. Um, he's, He's frightening to them, and we all get that. And this is part of our resistance as well. You know, we see it. Um, Just sort of for one second, uh, moving to something I just wanted to briefly talk about. Mm -hmm. I I read this article in the American Thinker today, and it was about Cuba. And, um, you know, I wasn't even aware of who the uh, president was now. I I guess I just haven't thought about it much, Mm -hmm. Diaz Canal. Um, he's, yeah. he's asking Biden for help. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm just going to read this little section. After the island-wide blackout caused by Hurricane Ian, Cubans took to the streets in parts of Havana and elsewhere to protest the lack of power and to demand the resignation of President Miguel Diaz-Canel. Everybody is angry, said Camilio Condes, a self-employed Havana electrical contractor. The worst thing is food, which is so difficult to get, and it rots when the power is out. Mr. Condes said he had no electric power or water pressure in his house. Cuba fears a repetition of an unprecedented wave of protests in July 2021 that shook the government when tens of thousands of Cubans took to the streets in dozens of towns and cities throughout the island, demanding freedom and the resignation of Mr. Diaz-Canal. The demonstrations were also sparked by extended blackouts and deteriorating economic conditions. Mm -hmm. Does this sound familiar, like something 
that could just sort of happen here, and they're looking to Biden for help. That's what he's trying to do here. Yep. Exactamente. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly I right. mean, what, what is, whatever is going on is going on worldwide. We're not, you know. But I think that Biden's lack of, of ability to, he's not creating peace. He's actually a warmonger, and his whole party is. They're all warmongers, and obviously mm-hmm. the military complex, they want war. And I think for the past 50, 60, 70 years, we have been in a global war all about energy. It's all about the oil yep. and, the, and the gas and the petrol. Mm-hmm. Totally going, talk about undercurrent. This has been going on. Yep. And now it's coming, yeah, mm-hmm. yep. coming to the surface, and it affects everything. I mean, it's, we're in a sink or swim. You know, if we sink, we, we are dealing with Satan. If we swim, we're dealing in God water. Or spiritual right. water, however you want to put it. I mean, this is where we are, and <clears throat> we have to resist, which is not our nature. I mean, our nature, maybe as young children, was to scream and resist, but now we've been taught to stay calm, which probably is a good idea, but we have to be calm in our resistance. Right, right. Right? That's right. That's exactly That's right. That's what's hard. It yeah. is hard. It is. It is very hard to do. It is hard. It's it's mm-hmm. easier to use our voices, but you know the thing is, is that the 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 uh, the quote unquote the resist people, the resist eh, those people, <laughs> words are violence now, right? Oh yeah. Right. Words are violence oh, to yeah. them. Words are violence. The things you say might get someone killed. Well, uh, you take your own advice. Yeah. Take your own yeah, advice, you bro. Yeah, take your own yeah, advice. You yeah, right? Yeah. Take your own advice. Mm-hmm. My body, my choice. Oh, those words hurt people too. Babies aren't people. Mm. Well, you know, talk about <laughs> where, are all, where are all the doctors? Where are all the physicians? I need to ask this question because they know that people are getting injured, people are dying, and yes, too afraid to resist. Why? Because of the money. Here we go again. It's yep. the same old. It's the grift. Same old. How dare you kill people? How dare you injure people? You took an oath. Why aren't you resisting? I am so angry at the medical profession. I just want to scream. I, I don't. I don't want to go to a doctor for anything anymore. I haven't had blood work. I haven't done anything in two years, three years, because I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear the BS. Did you get your shot? It's none of your business. I don't want, I tell them I don't want to talk about it. I mean, if I have to go, I don't want to talk about it. Right. Right. I have to wear a mask. I'm not coming in. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Where do we begin? We don't. Yeah. We don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where we begin, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly where yeah, we begin, we begin right? with I don't. And, 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 yeah, and, I'm not doing it. And even going down that line, speaking of speaking of Biden, we got to close out the way. But speaking of Biden, though, right? 
Remember, he was just in Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rico, right? He was down here in Puerto Rico a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he sat there, right? What did he say? What he say in his speech? I, I grew up in the Puerto Rican community, and and uh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> wait a minute, bruh. Wait, 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 wait a minute, bruh. Wait, wait, wait. You you did what? I I grew up in you know around the Puerto Rican community. They used to take Whoa. us down to the Puerto Rican community all the time. I'm like, bruh, just like you, just like you went to Delaware State too, right? <laughs> like, like he married the 13 year old babysitter, uh, uh, right? Oops, Oops. Did, you, did you did you say he that out loud? Uh, but he doesn't stop. But real talk, like like like, is he trying to be transracial or something? Like, 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 I'm serious. That whole Biden outfit does nothing but pander and and and, and covet melanated people. This is what they do. It's like it's dis- it's disgusting. It is. It, disgusting. It, 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 it's it's like it, it's it's almost like they're it, it, they 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 like to fetishize melanated people, right? It, yeah. It's. Like, like, how you sit there? You talking about something? You, I grew up in Scranton. I grew up in Scranton. Ain't that many Puerto Ricans in Scranton? <laughs> Ain't that many Puerto Ricans in, in New in, York? In, 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 yeah, they're in New they, York. They were in New York working for Donald Trump, actually. Yeah, probably right. And if you did one yeah. of the Puerto Ricans in, in 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 the in the West Poconos area, they're down in Wilkesbury, right? They're down in Wilkesbury. They're down in Pittston. Right, which is about ten miles south of Scranton. You ain't catch many Puerto Ricans in Scranton, with, especially when he was growing up in Scranton. Wasn't no uh, Puerto Ricans uh, up there. No. Come on now. Well, who you fooling, bruh? Huh? Puerto Rican. Puerto Ricans, Puerto Ricans in Scranton. He was pretty clear at the beginning. He said, "You don't vote for me. You ain't black." I mean, what else did you need to hear? <laughs> oh no, no wait. Or the time he said he graduated from Delaware State, right? And those yeah. of you, those of you check it out, people that the Delaware State don't pay any mind, but Delaware State's an HBCU. Hmm. <laughs> you oh. can't make this oh. shit up. You can't make you it can't. up. <laughs> you, you can't try to believe them. You cannot try to hear them. You cannot try to believe them. Resist. <laughs> yeah, resist. Like this is again. This is the stuff we resist. Like these people are outright being ethnophobic, and uh, I don't know. He's he's old. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Wait a minute, bro. What you mean? You elected this guy. Well, people can go into yeah. cognitive decline very quickly, but you knew him oh. being seventy nine years old. The possibility was there, and you seen how he was already hobbling along anyway. Right, you know, walking around on the, the 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 short campaign thing, right? You, you know, he he uh, uh he ain't come out here basement though, right? He ain't come out here basement. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He did a campaign from the basement, like it's the bunker, like the nuclear bunker underneath the Pentagon, just to keep the president safe. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't any of that. He he wasn't even on the train, but he yeah, hobbled uh-huh. around. He hobbled around a little bit. And when he came out, he stuck his face in a in a cone of vanilla ice cream. He yeah. Talk right. I mean, yeah. Give, yeah. Give uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then not a break of the Kit Kat bar either. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, you like, know, but look at but look yeah. at there are people that are that age that are bright and, yeah. and sharp as a whip. It's not about age; it's about looking at him and believing what you see. If you don't believe what you see and what you hear, you're mind controlled. You're just mind controlled. You're not operating with a full deck. Yeah. It, it is. Oh, you, 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 just, you, you can't. Like, how do you ignore this, right? How, how can you, uh, seriously, right? How can people right now literally sit here and not call out their own party, right? I'm talking about the Democrat Party because they're completely overt with it and open with it for their ethnophobia. How can they? How can they sit here, right, and say, "Wait, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're just going to go along with it because we don't want Republicans, we don't want MAGA, we don't want Trump, so we're just going to go along with this ethnophobia, right? We, yeah, but they resisted any other time. They resisted with Trump. They resisted with MAGA. They resisted with the Republicans, but mm-hmm. they won't resist it coming from the people that are in power, that are controlling the levers of power, that are doing it to them. I can't make it make sense. I don't even think they hear. They don't hear what we do. We are more educated. We spend more time looking at reality and thinking about this stuff. They don't. They don't know what we know. (sighs) That's why we're so troubled. That's that's why we, we feel as enraged as we do. If they knew what was really going on, they would be much more enraged than they are. They but, don't know. But you know what? When it comes to their front doorstep, right? They'll know. And, and, and listen, yeah. listen, listen, right? Check this out, y'all. It's really about to hit everybody's doorstep, right? Because you remember mm-hmm. when the gas prices were like $5 a gallon a little while ago, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it'll it, be it, there again. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it gets, oh it's, it's worse than that. And and people are saying, I don't mind paying $5 for gas because blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what, people? Our gasoline outside of California, not including California, because y'all's gas prices is always off the chain, right? (laughs) Yeah, I I think y'all normal is like $5 in California. You know what I'm saying? But around the country, I got a feeling before spring, Mm -hmm. before spring, we're going to be, I would even say before winter. We're going to start seeing double-digit prices for gasoline. And I'm going to tell you I think why. we're going to start to see none. There won't uh, be any available. Probably not. And that that too, right? That's why, the, obviously, mm-hmm. the prices will skyrocket. Right? And, and I'll tell you all why. Russia, Putin, and Saudi Arabia came to a handshake agreement that Saudi Arabia would start producing less and less oil for the United States. Good. You know what? Oops. You know what? Where we go one, we go all. Yeah. That's where the pain is going to come in. And we, and we know this. And we see it. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going we're gonna to have to work with it until we get our act together. Yeah. I mean, I mean if we have the, large, the, 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 the largest single country oil producer that produces 31 million barrels a day. Literally cut production in half to the United States. I guarantee you we're going to see $10 plus a gallon for oh, fuel sure. prices. Easy. Oh, sure. It's But do you know what, though? You know what, though? Here's the thing, right? It's going to force the Democrats, right? It's going to force them 
to renege on their hypocrisy and yep. actually start allowing them to pump uh, crude oil out of the Permian Basin. It, it, they're mm-hmm. they're going to have to. They're going to have to eat this bullet. Because they know if they don't, they thought January 6th was an insurrection. Wait till 10 million people show up in the 68 square mile space. And there's not a military. You could combine all the militaries in the world. And if 10 million Americans got firearms, ain't no army surviving that. You said it from the beginning, Rod. Hmm. His musket on his back, right? You That's right. It from first time I met you. Yep. yep. And and if that's if that's the end of this road, then that's the end of this road. Yeah. That's where we gotta go. That's where we gotta go. Yeah. They're 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 going to enrage the masses if these gas prices get up to ten dollars and people really have to make decisions about either paying rent or eating or going to work. That's the worst decision. Well, what what if we get starvation as part of the? Uh, I mean, that's going to really be the thing when people can't get food. That's yeah. going to be the bottom line. Yep, yep. That's going that's going to be it right there because obviously, right? If that fuel goes up, the the the, the food imports, the cost of food imports go up, right? Transportation mm-hmm. of food around the country, right? Those those truck drivers, their bills go up. Hell, half of them will go under, right? Like a lot of them did here with this last crisis we had, right? I mean, I couldn't imagine, right? I can't imagine having fourteen dollars a gallon for diesel when your load, when, when, when see when you're at the point where your fuel costs you more than the load you're carrying. It's time to shut it down. It's, it's time to shut it down. Yeah, 1927. Yes, ma'am. It's a great depression. I mean, and we're heading right smack into it. And all I can tell people, and you and I and Kel have been talking about this for quite some time, mm-hmm. stock up your canned goods, stock up your, your house, get ready, because the big bomb is going to happen soon. Soon. Yeah, exactly. God forbid, God forbid they win this next election, we're hosed for quite some time. Yeah. God will take care of us. I have faith and hope. Yes, I agree. You know, that's what we need to surrender to. We need to surrender to the faith and the hope. However, we need to resist at the same time and try to right this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, know that you know how that saying goes, right? Amongst it, it, amongst all Abrahamic faiths, it, it, it's all it's all the same thing. It's all the same saying, right? Uh, the Creator will not help those unless they are helping themselves. That's and if, right. And if God we helps sh- those who help them, that's right. Exactly. And yeah. if we show the Creator that we are doing, we're doing the best we can to uphold. His or you know her, whichever y'all, whoever the creator y'all believe, right, is upholding mm-hmm. their virtue. They will, they will help us. The creator will help us, right? That's right. That's universal. Universal. We, we will help each other. Yes, we, we know will. who we are. That's right, <laughs> and and we see each yep. other, and we don't have to speak, and we That's see it. each other. Right. That's right. 
and they're not going to know what to do with us. <laughs> they're not going to know what to do with us. Because that's that'll a, that's be... That's an interesting way to put it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. Well, Ms. Val, always, thank you for the conversation as always. Appreciate you as always. You're um, I appreciate everybody for coming through this evening. Those of you that hung out for the whole thing, thank you. Those of you that came in intermittently at different times, thank you too for stopping in and spending time with us on the social lounge. Um, we'll be back here Friday. We're going to do the things. We're going to be fired up. We're going to be flying around with, with uh, combat boots and capes on fire. Because I'm sure between now and Friday, someone's going to say something stupid and we're going to go in very hard. So make sure you're here. Until next time, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.